and welcome to the, I called the first episode like the zero episode, so this is like the first episode of the broadcast uh, while I'm actually in Madrid. Ugh, I don't even know how to actually say the name of the city. I just like, I'm like Madrid, Madrid, you know, like I don't know how to actually like talk in English without a, with a Spanish accent. And so like when I'm like intercambio or speaking in between the two, it's like I, I feel like oh, this crazy Chicagoan who's like banging my head into walls. Um, and just like falling all over the place. I've fallen so many times in the city. Anyway, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Um, this is gonna talk a little bit about the first couple of days here, which have been a roller coaster. Um, so I flew in, uh, I flew from Chicago to JFK and spent five hours in JFK and did nothing. Um, and then I got on the plane, whatever, you know, this is basic, like I'm just telling you what I did. Um, but I do want to share like what I, like I've done this before, like over the summer when I lived in Boston, I was pretty homesick. And so I like, uh, shout out to the BU Troublemakers who sing this song and made me cry when they sang it. Um, but there's this song to build a home, which I don't even, I don't think I've ever like listened to a single lyric. Like, I think I have no idea what the lyrics are. I just know that it's called to build a home. Uh, and it's like a very sad sounding song. And I listened to this song on the plane. Um, oh wait, yeah, I'll tell that in a second. Um, but I like listened to this song on the plane and, I just like cried into my pillow and like scrolled through pictures of my family um, and just cried in my pillow and then fell asleep on the plane. But before that, uh, I literally sit down on the plane and like everyone is sitting next to someone from BU Madrid because it's like a group flight and literally I'm the only person not sitting next to someone from BU Madrid, which is fine because I didn't want to have to make small talk. Um, but I sit next, down next to this older woman and she doesn't speak a lick of English. And I was like, all right, in New York, first conversation in Spanish. Okay, I'll do it. Why not? Um, so I, like, talked to her in Spanish, and then the flight happened. Um, and then they, like, after you get off the flight, like, they shove you in orientation. And I literally, for the first, like, two days I was in Madrid, like, had no idea I was in Madrid. I, like, we were in, like, the financial district, which like, looks like just, like, a part of Boston or a part of a city. Um, and it's, like, very, very not Spanish. And then, so, like, they shove us in orientation and shove us in this room, um, which was fine. Um, and then, like, I, we get, like, released uh, from orientation. So this is, like, kind of when everything started. Um, so when you get released from orientation, like, they give you money and you, like, take a cab to your homestay. And mind you, I had so much. I completely overpacked, um, which is typical of me, uh, but whatever. Um, and I really overpacked, and I had, a, like, a big suitcase, a carry-on suitcase, my backpack, and a duffel that I kept on calling, like, a body bag. And so I was, like, just carrying this everywhere, and it was falling all over, and I was, like, combined the body bag and the suitcase, which I had the body bag on top of the suitcase. It was 100 pounds. I was wheeling all over Madrid and the airport and then to my host family or my homestay originally, uh, which I'll get to. So I get to my homestay, and, like, no one, like, lets me into the building. They drop me off, and it's, like, this nice area with, like, a park, and, like, it's a neighborhood called Goya, which, like, is, like, kind of, they call it, like, the upper west side of Madrid. So it's, like, very fancy, a lot of, like, very, very, like, fancy brands and everything like that. And I go in, and, like, no one's letting me in. Like, I'm ringing the, like, outside the buzzer. Like, no one's letting me in. But then, like, a male guy comes in, and he, like, opens the door for me, and I got in. And so then I got in, and I, like, went to the fifth floor, uh, which was, like, and also addresses in Madrid are, like, terribly difficult to read. Like, it's, like, Calle de Eso, uh, like, whatever the name is. Like, Calle de uh, Francisco Sevela, Escalera a Piso Cinco. Like, it's just, like, a bunch of different, like, random words and letters. And it's, like, so different than in the U.S. Um, but I, like, get up there. And I ring the doorbell, and there's no response. And I'm like, okay. Um, then I knock, and there's no response. So I have her home phone and her cell phone number. Um, her name is Sagrario Lozada. And I, like, 
uh, call and I, I call her home phone and I hear the home phone ringing from like outside, like I'm standing right outside the door and I hear it ringing. I'm like, I'm definitely not on the wrong floor. Like I can hear the home phone. I call her cell phone, no response. And so I'm like, maybe she's not home. Like maybe she forgot. So then I call like the director of my program and I was like, hi, like, I don't think my host mom is home. And she was like, oh no, go check on the first floor. Like maybe she was waiting there down for you. And they were like, okay. So like I go, I leave all my stuff outside of her apartment and I like go check on the first floor. Like I check around the building and she's not there. And so I'm like, mm, okay. Um, and so then I like go back up there and I'm like, no, she, she's not here. And so then um, they get involved like the housing coordinator who does not speak a lick of English um, and they get her involved. And like, she is trying to call Sagrario and she's like, uh, like, a Sagrario responded to my email yesterday, like, she should be okay, like, blah, 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 and then Mickey, like, comes and helps me, and Mickey's like, I don't know where she is, and so Mickey, who's in charge of the housing, and so then, like, we're, like, knocking on the door, she's not responding, so Mickey looks at me, and she's like, do you have any friends, and I was like, um, yes, yeah. so, like, thankfully, I had Maddie, um, and I was like, Mad Madeline Wren, and she's like, okay, great, Madeline Hearn, um, and then I, like, and she was like, great, and so she calls Maddie's house mom, uh, who actually lived, they only live, like, five minutes away from where I was, um, and so then there, she was like, Virginia, like, can, the, like, Maddie's friend stay with you? And she was like, yeah. And so then, like, I, like, dragged my bags. And it should have been a five-minute walk, but it was a 20-minute walk because I was, like, walking on these cobblestone streets with my, like, bags. And Mickey carried, Mickey, like, of course, like, grabbed the small bag. And I, like, had my giant one. Um, and, like, we walked to Maddie's home family, and she, host family, and she'd only been there for, like, half an hour. And so then I, like, dropped my bags there, and Maddie was like, oh, hi, Zach. And, like, they, like, apparently Maddie's host mom had come into her room and been like, hi, your friend's coming. And Maddie was like, oh, okay, I assume it's Zach because he's my only friend here so far. Um, and so, like, I went to Maddie's host family and was there with them for the day. And, like, she made me lunch, and then I was just, like, really overwhelmed and kept on talking about my host mom and really hoping, like, my host mom would show up. And I was like texting Mickey, the housing woman, being like, any news from Sicario? Like, any news? Any news? And she was like, no. And so then, like, she called, and so Mickey called, like, Maddie's host mom and said, like, Zach is going to stay with you tonight. And so Maddie's host mom built a bed. Like, when I say built a bed, I mean, like, grabbed parts from Ikea and built a bed for me in a spare room they had. Um, and Maddie, like, it was a huge apartment, so, like, there was an extra room, and she just, like, built a bed for me to sleep in, which I did, and it was fine. Um, and I stayed the night with Maddie at her homestay, and, like, Maddie and I walked around, but I was, like, still really anxious, and, like, I was, like, not feeling too well, and I was just, like, really stressed, because I was, like, I don't know, I'm homeless, blah, blah, blah. And then I get a call from the director of my pro oh, my well Mickey texts me she's like can you call Amalia I was like sure and all day I was like this woman like I don't know what happened like either she like is losing her mind like how is she irresponsible and I called my parents and they were like I don't want you living with her because like she's irresponsible um, and then Am Am Amalia calls me and she's like Zach uh, it's a tricky situation and I'm like okay and she's like Sagrario is dead and I was like mm, what um, and like I don't mean to laugh because I like obviously it's terribly sad but it was just shocking and she's like Sagrario is dead and I was like okay fine um what okay and so uh I like she takes and so then I was like um and she's like Mickey's finding you do accommodation because I think they have a network of like host parents and like our semester was a really small semester of Madrid I guess and so like she was like this is your new one and so it's in Seoul which is like right in the center of the city five minutes from the Apple store thank god um and like it's like they're she's like they're two painters and they live with their son and they have a cat and I was like okay great I love cats painters great um and I was like really I mean I was at first I was like anxious because I was like oh I was like excited about living with like a single old lady in a really nice area and like the difference between like Goya and Seoul is like Goya is like the upper like west side or like brook or like maybe like the brookline of 
um, Madrid or like the, the Lincoln Park of Madrid. And then like Seoul is like the Faneuil Hall, the Midtown, the River North, like the very, very, like the loop, like very big city, very busy, busy, busy touristy area of Madrid, which is like overwhelming because I'm not that like crazy, crazy Midtown person. That's Jesse Duckett instead. Um, and so I was like, okay, but anyway, back to Sagrario. I was like, well, my house mom's dead. And so like, it kind of like petered out to various people that my house mom died. And I texted Kendall and I was like, Kendall, my house mom is dead. And she's like, what? I'm screaming. Um, and so it just was this crazy thing. And like, it occurred to me that like when I was like calling her house phone and ringing her doorbell, like she had died. Oh, and I didn't mention like she died in her sleep like the previous night. So it wasn't even like that, like she been dead for a few days like she had like responded to an email and like talked to her neighbor the day before and then like her her porter was like I never saw her leave and her neighbors were like I never saw her leave and they were like no 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 like she died in her sleep last night because the police ended up getting involved and I like if but like they were like it's we're glad that you went there because she lived alone and like didn't have much family so like she might have not been found for a few days and they found her like the day after so first day in Madrid my host mom dies I'm very overwhelmed and shocked and scared and whatever. Um, but it's okay. And then they were like, so tomorrow you're at noon, you're moving in with your new host family. And I really didn't know what to expect. And I, and I like was like, Maddie's host family is really nice. And she has two younger, like, like host siblings and they're really nice and the apartment's gorgeous. And I was like, ugh, like I'm not going to get something this nice. Um, and then I like, take the taxi to my new host family and when I get there like this like this like little nice man like comes downstairs he's like Zach and I'm like yes he's Jesus which is the name of my host dad and I was like yes and he's like the elevator isn't working and they live on the fifth floor and I have like easily 120 pounds of luggage and I was like great and so then like he calls his son down and they like carry my body back up together and then I like carried my black suitcase up with him and like they grabbed my other bag and like we reached this up five flights of stairs and I was just like great start. Um, and then I get there and they're really nice. And the first day, truly everyone in the program was like really timid with their families on the first day and dinner was silent and it's really shocking. And so my first day was like delayed. And so then everyone's like, Oh, I'm feeling much better. And I was like, I'm feeling horrible. Like, I don't think my family likes me. And like their apartment's gorgeous and they're like painters. So it's beautiful. And they both like paint in there. So their studios are in there and there's always like opera blaring in the apartment and it's really nice. But like, I, but, like, I didn't know, and I was like, oh, like, okay, this is super different, um, and it was pretty quiet, and, like, the cat is really timid and shy and scared of me, and so I was like, like, this is so scary, so different, uh, I don't know what to do, um, but, like, my host dad took me on a walk, and he walked so fast, and had no time for me to take pictures of things, and, like, we just, like, walked very fast, and he gave me, like, a crash course to our neighborhood, and, like, showed me, like, the pretty, the big pretty spot, so he showed me, like, the the palace, which is gorgeous, and, like, all of these things, and just, like, boom, 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 showed me everything, and he paid for my metro, which is very nice, um, but, like, it was v very quick, and everything happened very quickly yesterday, my host mom, like, cooked all these meals, and I was like, well, okay, great, done, all right, whatever, uh, and it was just quick, but cool and a lot um yeah so then I was like okay I guess I'm gonna go out uh because I don't know what else to do and so I we went out and we like went to this and like it's very weird that like we can drink here and this is not me like advertising or drink like fact that I'm drinking abroad but like it is a very strange concept here because I like I'm so timid to order a drink because it's legal and so I'm like uh uh una cerveza and like I have my ID ready and they're like okay and they just hand it to me. And I'm like, you know, because I'm very scared. I'm um, also saying, like, you know, like, I'm in a conversation. Like, I'm FaceTiming. I'm just, like, sitting on my bed talking to myself right now. I hope my family thinks that I'm, like, 
talking on FaceTime or something because if they walk in and I'm just talking to myself like, hey, they're going to know that I'm a lot. I think they already do know I'm a lot. I Yeah, I'll explain. They know I'm a lot, uh, but whatever. Um, but like we go to this one place and it's like very crowded. And the next place we're like, oh, great. All of BU abroad. Everyone there was speaking English. It was like all of BU abroad. And I think like everyone from another abroad place, but like I think that everyone had gotten the recommendation of the place El Tigre. Like, ev- like every single person I've talked to, even people who didn't study abroad in Madrid were like, oh, you have to go to El Tigre. First of all, it turns out there's f- three El Tigres in the city. And second of all, like, it was just everyone from BU. And it was like, okay. And I, we were like, all like, said hello. Um, but it's just, like, funny how, like, this huge city and then everyone is at the same place. Um, yeah. So... Oh, my family, and then talking about kind of how I'm like I like bonded with my family, like today felt a little better. Um, and also my mom, my host mom, like is an amazing cook, and is just like I wonder if she's like showing off to me. I don't even know because she's just making like tr- very traditionally Spanish foods, like made like tuna empanadas, which was amazing, and like I don't know, like she made paella and she made uh, like like this. Oh, and she also was like, and so the first thing I said, she was like, "What do you?" She's like, "Do you have any food restrictions?" I was like, "I don't eat pork because I keep kosher," and she's like, "Great." And then, like, frowns. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, I made pork for lunch. I was like, no, 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 I'll try it. So I ate pork. Whatever. I'll deal with it. I'm not going to make a habit out of it because I still feel weird eating it, but whatever. Um, But, like, today at lunch, like, it was not as silent. And we, like, chatted more. Um, And, oh, but also at lunch they have wine, like, at 2 p.m. And yesterday I had a glass and I was like, this tastes horrible. Um, And then I think just later at night, like, I was able to, like, drink wine. But, like, today at lunch I was like, I can't drink this. It's so weird to drink this at lunch. But also, like meal times are so weird. Like, I don't even know when breakfast is supposed to be because today I woke up late, but like lunch is at 2 PM and dinner is at 9 PM. And some people's families are like a little more loosey goosey with that. Like my friend, other friend's family, like eight to 11 PM for dinner. But like my family's very much like, this is when this is, this is when this is done, done, done. I was like, okay, great. Bye. Um, but yeah, so like, it's just a very different schedule and very different experience. Um, but, like, today, like, at lunch, like, so they, they were told this orientation that, like, Trump is going to come up. Like, they are going to bring Trump up. And, like, everyone who's been abroad is, like, Trump comes up all the time. And I was surprised that my family hadn't brought it up yet and it hadn't been brought up to me yet because, obviously, I was, like, feverishly wet, ready, like, to talk about it. And then, like, today it came up in the context of, like, a Spanish cook who, like, had been screwed over by Trump and that he was in the hotels. And then I was, like, I'm going to slide in that I, like, and this, like newly politically savvy person because like I haven't always been politically savvy and I like always want to like show off the fact that I read the news now <laughs> but like and then I was like I hate Trump blah, blah, blah. like I volunteered for the Hillary campaign blah, blah, blah. and they were like oh and then they like got involved with that and then they actually started talking to me about how then like they invited me to watch the news with them and last night I was upset because like they watched a movie together and didn't invite me and then today like they invited me to watch the news with them and so I watched the news with them and they explained to me how there is no government in Spain right now like the parties are just like duking it out because there's two like there's three parties parties and there's two main parties but like they can't decide who's gonna have power I don't really understand and there's like a new party exclusively young people so it sounds like the Bernie bros um but like they just like are there's no government and I I, I don't understand how it operates but I think like different like thing like federal agencies things that in the United States like are controlled by the federal government are just like kind of like municipally operated so like I think the police is not related to the government it's really confusing I'm like eager to figure it out I might switch into the politics classes to figure it out but they invited me to watch the news with them and they were like this is our government and then Barack Obama came on they're like we like him and I was like me too um and then I like showed them my Hillary water bottle so I think that they're gonna like understand me and I like told them 
I don't know. And then like I told them that I like wanted to be like a producer writer, and then like they're like, oh, el guiadoro, like like which I think guiadora, which like means like screenwriter. And I was like, no, por televisión. And they were like, okay. Um, and then like my host dad, when I was talking to them about Sagrario's death, my host mom was like, it's terrible, it's so sad. And my host dad was like, but it would be a good script. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah, so I think I'm, like, adjusting, and I think my, like, ear for Spanish, like, you have to, like, immediately, like, get with it with your Spanish, and I think I've already improved just because you have to be listening, and, like, today when I ordered at Starbucks, oh, huge news, I could not get my, my, my like, my drink at Starbucks, I was so upset, I had to get, like, a, an Americano, and I know I sound like a stupid American, but I was just so upset because I just need my drink, and there's so many, there's a bunch of Starbuckses, and so, like, in Spain, in Madrid, so, like, and, like, actually, I'm, the, when I moved houses, like, I moved to a closer Starbucks, and I was like, thank God, I'm closer to Starbucks, but they didn't have my drink, but apparently they might have it at other Starbuckses, so I'm gonna scout around, because they're, like, 10 Starbucks is in Seoul. So I think I'll be able to find one that has my drink. But if not, I need to find iced coffee because I'm horrible. Um, anyway, um, I could talk about El Retiro, which I walked around today. But, like, you can just go look at my Facebook album because I posted a bunch of pictures from there. And it's, like, pretty. And I don't need to describe to you things I saw when you could just look at pictures. Um, great. Um, oh, one joke I wanted to include was that, like, I, it's karma, the fact that, oh, so my, Sagrario died on Friday the 13th, and also the fact that I've been calling it a body bag all the time, and then, like, my host mom died, so it's just a lot. There's just a lot with that story, and it will probably come up in future broadcasts. Um, I'm starting to plan my trips for the future. I think I'm going to Amsterdam soon. I think I'm going to London soon, so I will discuss those, and also I'm hoping that future broadcasts won't just be me talking into my microphone. Uh, thanks. Bye.